0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the It's So Weird podcast. My name is Christy and my co-host is Marcy. and today we're talking about health and beauty. And in general, we will be talking about the industry, modifications to the body, and what we consider healthy and beautiful.
1: Thanks for listening. What are you writing down? I'm writing myself a little love note. My therapist says I should say nice things about myself, so... I'm going to think of a nice thing to say about Marcy that's not Marcy is awesome because she said that's really generic.
0: <laughs> Did she, yeah. she just insulted you and criticized you <laughs> at the same time saying that you need to say nice things about yourself, Marcy. She says
1: that's not me being thoughtful or true to myself. So, Oh, I'm so tired Marcy of hearing that shit. Marcy is a nice lady. Oh. Marcy is nice to dogs is actually more true, so we're going to say that Marcy is nice to dogs. Marcy is very thoughtful to her toes. Oh, I do think about my toes. (laughs) So I guess I kind of think about both ends of me, my toes and my lashes. Starts with my lashes and it ends with my toes. And
0: see, I don't have a problem with the lashes thing. You don't? No, I... I have a problem with modifying
1: a part of your body that you can't reverse. So in all likelihood, if I stopped doing this, there would be a period of time where my lashes would be very thin or non-existent. Yeah,
0: because you're damaging the cells yes. yep. by attaching glue to your yes. eyelids. I mean, that adhesive. Um... That's why um, Mary stopped um, doing her nails. Yeah, because um, as you get older, you have more likelihood of getting fungus mm-hmm. on your nails yep. because you're always covering them with adhesives, <clears throat> with chemicals. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, I um, I love artificial nails. I think they're beautiful. I think it's artsy. I think that it's... Um, I'm indifferent. I know. I just know they're fake, so it's, it's <sighs> not... I like adornment. I like adornment too.
0: See, I'm, I'm conflicted because I like adornment and I like art and I like the ability to manipulate your body for for art's sake. But I don't like the ramifications of how it affects people psychologically as well as physically
1: couple of interesting things there you did not say for beauty but for art i think that's an interesting sort of avoidance of we adorn ourselves to make ourselves more attractive but by whose terms i I have this
0: continuous argument of um how we define beauty is purely cultural so it is a it is a lie we tell each other based off of the generation that you live in.
1: Sure, because uh there are many millennials and some in our generation that like gauges. And what are gauges? Gauges are uh when you Ooh. pierce your ear with the great big brown button type thing. Yes. And um ear y- mutilation. I yeah, I find that to be uh very unattractive Um, it can be somewhat attractive if the gauges are tastefully done and smallish but when they get huge but to some people that is you know um, attractive and uh, so yeah culturally (laughs) culturally why does the English language produce such
0: awkward words I don't
1: know I can't speak any other language
0: you think
1: if you shut those weary eyes, you know it won't take long. It's been a bad day, that's best, best left behind. You put a line in still doing our voice exercises. I let you out my Are you close
0: enough? Am I close enough? I don't know. Let's listen. Let's, let's listen. <laughs> Come and claim you
1: as one of its own. Hush your mouth,
0: John. There's so much you've seen, requires explaining. Hush your mouth
1: now, all those questions. Questions. All right, we're back. (laughs) <laughs> We're just getting started here on what's going to be, um, I'm, I'm guessing a, a lively conversation today about the beauty industry and um, our, our as human beings need to be attractive to be beautiful. Um, I think that animals have that same need to Leo always comes strutting back from the groomer. He doesn't want to go in, but when he comes out, he just feels good because he's been washed. Yeah, and people go, oh, you're so they, handsome. The, yeah, and they pet him, and he's yeah. gotten attention.
0: That's what it is. He he could give two shits whether his fur is sparkling. Well. But that's not always true because I've seen dogs
1: who love to be groomed. Yes. Like little human beings. It's like little human beings. Um, And I don't much care for the grooming process that I go through. Uh, I do like the lashes. I I find that really a relaxing hour in my day because, um, you know, I lay down on a heated massage table and um, she plays whatever music that I like. A lot of times I have her play 80s music and she sings softly to me as she strokes my forehead and individually glues eyelashes onto my current eyelashes. And then poof, I get up and I look like a doe, a baby deer. <laughs> but you know, when it comes to other uh, grooming type things, you know, getting my hair cut, ugh, the washbowl makes my neck hurt and I have to <laughs> sit there and I don't like that. Um, waxing is tolerable, but you know, uh, not exactly the most comfortable thing. What is that face about? yeah i i, I don't okay. allow
0: people have, to touch my parts y-
1: you have i have a very lot of issues thin fine hair okay right i have very coarse dark hair and you pubic hair everywhere everywhere look at me <laughs> <laughs> i'm covered in hair and Except for I, I get it groomed and waxed and shaped, and I find that to be more pleasant than shaving by far. There's no itch. Oh factor. yeah, yeah. And it stays nice in some. Yes, I understand
0: that, but I'm yeah. I'm very very particular about yes my body privacy. Yes, and I think that's the difference. And I'm
1: much less so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say you have. As far as I'm pretty comfortable with my body and, you know, if if people see it or how they see it, I'm, I'm kind of OK with it. There's definitely parts of it that I'm like, gosh, you know, I wish that that looked better. And there's only so much that waxing can do for that. Um, but <laughs> but I, I am pretty body comfortable.
0: Yeah, you're you're comfortable with people touching your body.
1: I'm not, I'm not oh you mean professionally? Yes. Okay. Of course. I thought you meant like the random person <laughs> and I'm I'm really not Holy like I, don't All right, come we're up talking about
0: oh what are we talking about today? We're talking about beauty and beauty, and being beauty modifications. Yes. And uh, how cosmetics. much money we spend on that. Indeed. It's fascinating. But you have to be comfortable with people touching you to get all this done
1: i suppose i hadn't really thought about it but yes yes
0: well uh if they're waxing your pussy yeah then yeah
1: yeah and you gotta yeah cross your legs
0: up in the air no No,
1: i'm not doing it i know (laughs) you do
0: see i and, and thousands of women
1: do it millions of women do it okay I, maybe men, i was being conservative and men, so that's kind of a fascinating thing um <clears throat> being <laughs> single again and uh you know um you know going out with guys and then you know when it comes down to the getting getting down to business thing well, i've been asked a time or two like how do you want me groomed which initially I was like, what are you even talking about? And, um, but yeah, guys, guys do it too. There's a lot of grooming that goes on and, you know, I kind of appreciate that. That's, that's a nice thing. Um, So it's not just women. Uh, You know, the average American, both man and woman spends about $3,000 a year on um beauty and cosmetics. Men, yes. men, um, you know, I thought, okay, three thousand dollars, that's gotta be women. That's that's an average for a woman. And then I looked it up and it was like two thousand nine hundred dollars is what the average man spends on it. And I'm a little confused by that. Uh because you don't know where it's going. Exactly. I'm like <laughs> what are they doing? I I mean like Are are they just wearing foundation? Are they (laughs) guys? They're not. I don't see a lot of lipstick going on. Um, But no, things like hair care products, uh, you know, lotions. Which thank God men are starting to wear lotions now, Um, and uh, fragrances. Which I'm a little less into guys wearing fragrances. I'm also a little less into ladies wearing fragrances too. I like I like just not an overwhelming smell. If you're curious, I like
0: subtle right i like subtle smells uh but yeah i i wear lotion obviously yes i know I, 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 I don't know if it's spindle. obvious
1: is it smooth it's very nice is it nice skin. oh well thank you you're welcome
0: I, I don't really know um and they're scented mm-hmm. because they're from not bed bath and beyond but, but
1: that bath and body works body works the, whoo i mean that's what an industry I was told once that I was cheap because I only bought one lotion. She's (gasps) like, is this all you're going to get? Are you insane? You no, 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 Christy. The
0: salesperson.
1: Right. I looked at her and I was like, fuck off. I'm with her on
0: that. You know, Um, you walk out of there with hundreds of dollars. I literally the I think the lowest price that they sell is like thirty dollars.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, fifteen dollars for lotion, fifteen dollars for it's uh, six dollars. Yeah, for two soap, and um, you know, that to me seems completely reasonable. It,
0: I thought it. it, it I it, think it's ridiculous. I still bought it. Sure. And
1: I can't believe I've had just m- multiple
0: one. people. Well, yeah, because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. I'm not going to buy a lot of lotion, and then. No.
1: If someone from Bath and Body Works is listening, please bring back Happy Vibes. I'm almost out. (laughs) You're asking for a scent. Yeah,
0: that's a problem too, because I don't like when they delete
1: a lotion
0: I like, the scent of it. So when
1: I heard that they were getting rid of it, I bought all that I could find and buy for about a month there and um that was maybe three years ago and i think i'm on my last bottle now
0: yeah i'm a little divided i'm I'm divided about the perfume Mm -hmm. smell although i've had multiple compliments on you smell good yeah but i normally stick to really basic scents as in lavender vanilla
1: oh aren't you girly
0: I am very girly, aren't I? I yeah, like musks. You are. I like earthy.
1: Um, yeah, I'm. I'm mostly happy vibes. Is, is an earthy sort yeah. of a um, smell, and it doesn't smell feminine. And and I very much. Um, I'm not a, a you know, a, a big into smelling like roses or lavender. I don't like or a, anything like that. Yeah, but rose
0: the the smell of roses is far far different than lavender.
1: Right. The smell of roses is the smell of a funeral home.
0: Oh, this is supposed to be about beauty and cosmetics. I suppose we could talk about the beauty and cosmetics of (laughs) our past We already hit on that. Yeah, we already already talked about that. But yeah, I've noticed the uh, trends of how perfumes have come in and they've gone mm -hmm. out. Because I remember when men really laid it on heavy with the colognes back in the 80s and the 90s. And... You they know, had a very distinct brand to yeah, them meaning yeah. they had their favorite yes and they would just waft yes. into the room I mean they smelled more back than than any female that I smelled
1: absolutely
0: and so do you think those are coming back you know I don't really know what's I mean what's going on with the perfume I, industry I, I, I,
1: did I they lose know. money did they put it somewhere else did they put it in lotions I think they're probably. I mean, I know I stopped buying perfumes like fifteen years ago, and uh, yeah, because, I don't have because any the lotions had so much more scent to them. And guys, I don't know that they wear cologne like per se, or if they're just like us ladies and just buy some really good smelling, you know, shower after shave stuff and and right, um, go with that. But I'll tell you, there are some good smelling guys out there that it's no longer overwhelming. Like, you don't smell them before you see them. <laughs> Greg's in the house! <laughs> so, but Identify by scent. scent. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's really just one, you know, part of the beauty industry. I, uh, you know, when I think of the beauty industry, of course, I think about cosmetics and, um, you know, all of the things that ladies do. And, and I personally do don't wear makeup uh but when i started doing my own personal math on what do i spend approximately in a year on um beauty it's gonna come in right around that three thousand dollars even though i don't spend i do
0: not three thousand dollars have
1: you yeah if you're only buying one bottle of lotion <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't <laughs>
0: But you know I kind of I I I, I wore at, more makeup when I was younger. Yes, because your your skin can take it. Meaning oh, you know as I, you get
1: older less is yeah, less is more. Well, you know I've I've never worn makeup. Uh I grew up in a uh religious family that yeah, I that didn't allow. That. Yeah, I mean my my mom did not allow me to wear makeup until um I got out of the house, well, by the time I was 18, everyone else, all the other girls that I knew, knew how to put it on well, and um, I, I didn't, and I, I'd already gotten myself mentally to the place that, you know, my mom's voice is always there in my head. And um, even today, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, I would put on makeup and then I would look at myself and be like, I look like a street walker. Um, or a peacock, which is what my mom would say. And so, um, I don't, I just never got into wearing makeup because I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like me, but I certainly partake in lots of other things. I mean, I get a facial every single month. Um, and, uh, you know, and and I do the, uh, so you uh, do extension. the foundation
0: work is what that is. I
1: I feel, I feel like it is um, a way to preserve and keep my skin, which is our largest organ, healthy. Right. Um, i I really work hard at at um, trying to maintain a youthful look and a healthy look without putting on makeup because I look like a peacock in makeup. So, so I've gone I've not.
0: gone up and down. Meaning, I have literally worn makeup mm-hmm. and not worn makeup. Worn mm-hmm. makeup, not wear makeup. I do like to wear makeup when I go out, just just the bare minimum: foundation, yeah, mascara, little bit of eyeshadow. Probably, I, I don't wear a lot of blush because you it just
1: your cheeks. It you just doesn't it. look
0: good on me. Oh. I, I I don't think blush looks good on me. I I think I look like a. A little cubie doll, a little cubie doll with little rosy yeah, yeah, yeah. cheeks.
1: Doink. Yeah,
0: well, Two and circles, as because I don't have any cheekbones.
1: Yeah, our face changes as we get. older. I never had cheekbones, um, so it didn't
0: really accent anything besides my flat. <laughs> <laughs> this, and again, these are it, where the cheekbones are supposed to be. The art of cosmetics. Oh, goodness. Um, I've noticed that the uh, young women. Um, oh my god! Are broadcasting multiple multiple podcasts on on the art of sure. makeup and and how to apply it, but yet I don't see anybody walking around with that.
1: Uh, so I'm I'm confused. That, that is like, something is that, it, is, that is happens it? in my home. Um, Mabel is my daughter's very good. yeah she is do you know she she is an artist with the makeup um and about once a week uh she will arrive at the house and she is done up i mean we got eyeshadow we got blush we've got you know glitter glitter um lipstick she looks absolutely gorgeous and then, um, you know, the rest of the time her face is completely uh, like mine. No makeup, anything. Um, and she does it for herself. I mean, there's often times that I'm like, oh, why are you all, you know, dolled yeah. up? And she's like, nah, I just felt like being pretty today. And I think, and and that is the philosophy that I have for me, too. I don't do these things to try to impress someone else. I do these things um, to make myself feel better so that, um, you know, I have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, it's it is absolutely true mental self-care, self-care. If I stop. Doing the regimen that I have, and I've done it many times where I will just, you know, stop doing the lashes, stop, uh, you know, getting a facial. Um, I don't think I'll ever stop coloring my hair. My gosh, if you see my roots, please call my therapist and tell her to get in touch I with me. I saw you.
0: your roots the other day.
1: Shit. Why didn't you say something about that?
0: So. You're being ridiculous now.
1: <laughs> no, I really am um it 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 is part of what makes me feel good and and yeah my hair is i i try very hard to stay on top of that because um i'll be a hundred years old and if i'm still alive and a hundred years old i will not have gray hair
0: that's ridiculous i'm not doing
1: it that's ridiculous stop touching me
0: I, i i absolutely am what is wrong with gray hair well it's fine if you want it go for it yeah, but don't you I think don't it just it. looks insanely odd or weird when you see like a ninety-year-old woman with pitch-black
1: hair? Not if she's got enough Botox. In. Oh, not if she's got plenty of fillers. It's just not right.
0: <laughs> it's just not right.
1: Well, and that's that's in the eye of the beholder. Again, I know. It goes back I'm very to, judgy about this. It goes back to what makes you feel good and. It is. It makes me feel good about me, and it, and and primarily from the standpoint of um, looking in the mirror and feeling like myself, feeling like I look like myself. Because um, you know uh, my hair is very dark, so there have been times that I've gone and had the highlights done, and I would go home and I've spent hundred and fifty dollars on highlights and I go home and um color my hair dark again because I look in the mirror and it's startling to me and I cannot get used to it um and 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 that's that at this point in my life I really just want to be able to look in the mirror and recognize that gal and I know it's a little odd I don't think that's odd I think that that is um I think that's very average I, I really, you know, I wanna recognize who I am. And if I cut my hair off short, I'm always unhappy because it's startling to me to look in the mirror because I have always had long hair. If um, I straighten it, sometimes um, I'm like, oh this, and I get tons of compliments on my hair being straight. But uh, when I think of who I really am, I am this gal with this wacky wild hair that does its own stunts and so to rein that in makes me feel a little bit less like me
0: uncomfortable
1: yeah a little a little I'm not I'm just not being true to who I really am and so to me that's yeah I I completely agree
0: I mean I say I'm judgy but I really don't care meaning i don't care what people do to themselves as long as they're educated about what they are making decisions about that's where it gets me is when you start modifying when you start um using cosmetics that might okay it's it's sort of the way i look at cigarettes you you have to acknowledge that you are poisoning yourself in some shape or form just like with anything else with coca-cola with alcohol with food
1: yeah depending on what you eat and so the beauty industry right now some big buzzwords are organic or sustainable or natural and um those terms can be somewhat misleading they can be somewhat true i think that the beauty industry is um you know it's it's so enormous like uh, Estee Lauder and L'Oreal are the big ones and so it's really difficult because they're so huge to really um, turn to something that's natural or organic or sustainable just because the the issues that they have in manufacturing something you know they don't have
0: the materials right
1: right I mean that could be bad for the environment because then suddenly they're trying to get all of these natural materials that would be taken away from er everything else so smaller companies are more equipped to do that. But uh yeah, with these larger companies, we don't know exactly what are in the products. We and have no idea. And in the last thirty years they've shifted away from animal testing because of ethical reasons. <laughs> and so we've gone back to sort of because this is really an unregulated industry. I mean there they, are they, no they, regulations. They, they have, I looked. I mean there are have, no regulations. Standards. They, and they do testing but as far as being regulated by the fda or they are being, not transparent they are not the, and, and they
0: don't care about you marcy <laughs> <laughs> they could give two they didn't care about I the mean, animals and they well, certainly don't correct, care about but, the human but beings but i mean they, they, as long as they don't get sued
1: right they that's all they care about animals because it, it was it cruel is, it is cruel yeah. and and people weren't buying their product because but they're still those. testing on animals they
0: are because the the know, nano cosmetics I that i was looking oh, up the they were testing yeah. on mice so
1: tell us a little bit about i da, i have no
0: idea i need to find a scientist we have um, to interview a scientist somebody about, who knows well, chemistry so
1: so basically the the basic gist of this nanotechnology that's going into makeup is um you know our skin is made up of pores okay great so um part of beauty and the perception of beauty is that you have no pores and you have no wrinkles. Okay. So that, that is, I think that we can all agree on, you know, if you have no pores and no wrinkles, then you're, you're on a good start to being attractive. And, um, I, I work hard at no pores and no wrinkles. Um, so anyway, so this nanotechnology is, um, particles that are so tiny that they can penetrate deeper into the skin to provide you with more anti-aging benefits. They are at a
0: molecular level.
1: Yes and so the difficulty with that because I mean we all know that when we put lotion on we want it to sink into the skin and we want it to be absorbed that way we can get the maximum benefit. Well if it is completely absorbed into the skin and then penetrates through our layers of skin and gets into our bloodstream or affects our immune system that's where things are problematic and we frankly in the beauty industry do not know enough about this nanotechnology to know whether or not it's doing that and has an adverse effect.
0: Not only that, but the list
1: of chemicals,
0: oh, the amazing. the list of minerals that they're using. Yes. They're using gold, silver, yep. titanium yep. oxide. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are these are heavy minerals. These yes. are yes, that we're rubbing all over our skin. I feel like we're like the the Qin Dynasty, and and we're eating mercury to stay. Young and live forever, yes,
1: but so but they have no qualms. The, you should mention that because, um, as as I was reading, um, the largest consumer of uh skincare products are Asian American women, and you know what, it shows their skin's amazing and it kind of gives me hope. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a lot of genetics, Marcy. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I don't think it's just the enough, cosmetics. My skin
1: no. skin poreless no, and wrinkle-free. That is and completely all, genetics. Is just some
0: genetics. I, know. Uh, I know. You know. You know. Just like we got upset when we found out that they were peeling back rabbits' eyes, sewing them open so that we could
1: put cosmetics...
0: Yeah and apply them yes. to the eyes and, of an and animal see what
1: was going to happen right now. yeah well now we're just doing it to ourselves
0: right but but we've not given anybody permission to do these
1: oh hell yes we gave it, we gave them money yeah we paid i know for it I, we paid for it and and to me there's an inherent risk like the individual buyer beware So (laughs) the things that I do, um, going back to the lashes, um, lash extension is a fairly new trend for the average person, like in the last five years. Um, I went to Chicago a few years ago and the hostess at a restaurant, I, uh, made eye contact with her and I said, your lashes are stunning. And she said oh thank you very much I haven't had them done for three weeks and I said what hold the phone what are you doing to your lashes um because at the time I was using a product called winks um which was um it's it's a lash serum to make your lashes grow um it was uh created by a local Hoosier girl Megan Cox and um I was using it and I was pretty happy with the results, but I mean, her lashes, this hostess's lashes were absolutely stunning. And she said, they're lash lash extensions. And I said, what is this? And she said, (laughs)
0: what do you say? What what is this new magic
1: you talk of? And she said, they are, they're um, synthetic lashes that are glued onto my eyelashes. And I'm like, holy crap. So I come back from Chicago and I call up my anesthetician, Tara, and I said, do you know about lash extensions? And if you don't, you need to look it up. And if you are planning on doing them, I'd like to be your guinea pig. And so there it was. That was the how lashes came about in little Bedford, Indiana. Um, Marcy Phillips trendsetter, as (laughs) I would say, as always, but that's a lie, as sometimes. Um, But anyway, so Tara started, uh, I was her first guinea pig. And I mean, I swear to God, it was, um, I was, I knew what I was subjecting myself to. Um, You know, the adhesive that glues those damn lashes on. I'd had my lashes glued shut. Um, Imagine lying there on a table. Imagine lying there on the table. and hearing your lash lady go, "Uh uh-oh. And I said, what's that? And she said, I need you to not move and I want you to just relax. And when I'm able to open my eye that has been glued shut, the first thing that I see is a razor blade incredibly close to my eyeball. And I am trusting Tara to not cut my eye. So buyer beware, I knew this and I would come home and my daughter would be like, Oh, it looks like she glued a hundred spider legs.
0: <laughs> She's making fun and of me. She
1: was making fun of me. And over, you know, a few weeks and a few months, Tara got very good practicing on me. You know, and, so and you're saying
0: it was a hot mess, oh at, my the God, a hot mess at the very beginning? Obviously. It was beginning. like a glue gun <laughs> sealing your eyes shut. Was,
1: <laughs> Aren't my lashes delightful? Lovely. I can't see anything. <laughs> exactly. And and she experimented with different lengths and sizes. So sometimes I would have oh, no. eyelashes up to my eyebrows for a couple of weeks i'm like i can't blink with my glasses on but i was aware of this and and that you know as long as you educate yourself um and do the homework too often though women are and maybe men too but women are just desperate for something for that you know that that next thing and they go into this and and don't educate themselves and don't make good decisions Mm. you know and i've seen the results of that too so i i personally am like more comfortable with us experimenting on ourselves
0: again i don't care what people do as long as they have knowledge of what they're participating in and not only that but what it really upsets me the most is they don't get to share the profit that is going to be huge. These companies are rubbing their hands together. They're projecting billions of dollars oh, yes. so, to come around. from. So they get to experiment on us yes. as guinea pigs mm-hmm. and then profit without sharing any of the profit. Meaning all those people that they got to test without their knowledge, without even educating them. Yes, They don't even share the profits yes. with them. So, so, so the cosmetic
1: industry is a $93 billion yeah, industry. Yeah, I know. It is um, here and that's here in the U.S. And that's just vanity
0: um, to me. It's it, it's oh, all absolutely. based off of cultural ideals of beauty. So yes, it, at some point in time, they're going to say long lashes are unattractive. And maybe they
1: would never. Maybe nose hair is going to be the so, new running theme. Would you like me to Google that? Because that is a trend that has been trying to catch on. Um, basically, taking uh, the lashes and oh, them around the no, outside stop. of your nose. Oh, I know that's insane to me. Um, oh, that just makes me nauseous. It is, but but you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
0: I. But the people who are highly influenced are teenagers. Yes. and young adults yes. and that's what concerns so, me so oddly most. enough
1: in my research and and um this surprised me somewhat as i said my mom is a 50 year avon lady um <laughs> but that doesn't wear makeup i
0: don't understand that correct
1: well she does wear makeup she wore she does but no so my mom sold avon I do not buy Avon except for their Skin So Soft bug spray, which is a great bug spray. It has a nice smell to it. It seems to do to actually work better than DEET in my opinion. Um, but and and I spend a lot of time in the woods, so I should know. Um, but yeah, so uh, the industry, uh, reading about the industry, they said that most. People are influenced by their parents and I know that that's true with my daughter who has said to me I am so glad that you taught me early on to wash my face and to put moisturizer on it and you know occasionally she'll say something that just sends me over the moon like I'll be talking to a woman and she'll say how do you know her and I'll say "Oh, I went to school with her and she'll say really is she your age and I'll say, why, yes, she is. Why, yes, she is. <laughs> Thank you. And, and it has a couple of times gone the other way where she's been like, oh, my gosh, that woman looks like she's 25. And then I just smack Mabel down. And <laughs> just beat her. I go home and cry. <laughs> cry my little lashes out.
0: It's amazing. Um, I, I Yeah, I don't like that about myself. meaning when because uh i have neighbors obviously everybody has neighbors and he's a young man and um, because most of the time when i was young people looked old Mm -hmm. yes meaning i felt like thank you beauty industry yes yes although Um, i didn't I didn't think, oh, um, they're, they look old. I just, it was in tears, meaning...
1: Like you recognize generations. Right. And and
0: it is... And it was very clearly defined yes, because I it, had great grandparents. So yeah. I even got to see the full range of yeah. zero to 93, 98. Yeah.
1: And it, it can be more difficult now um, because of the uh, beauty industry to recognize the age of a person. And I personally think that it is a wonderful thing because in our culture as we age we do not gain more respect we no, kind we of treat get old people like the crap side. these days and, i don't like it um yeah it's, it's a, so, a complete
0: disrespect to the it, natural uh process of being a yes. human being there's no way you're going to be 20 forever
1: right it's just not possible but in my now mind, i know 25 or 30 forever well so. <laughs> if they get their way with the nano
0: cosmetics, they'll just like yeah yes. and then you'll be
1: yeah
0: a 20 year old again
1: yeah and i although
0: your insides will probably be riding with cancer and
1: but you'll look good you will thanks. look good on that table thanks. you know <laughs> you know speaking of that i i uh i do get an opportunity every few years to have a look at my insides. Oh. And I'm always really pleased when, you know, the the um tech says, Oh, everything looks good in there, you know, you you don't have too much fat around any of your organs, just the right amount. And and that makes me I'm like, yay.
0: I yeah, just, the gynecologist asked me, uh if i wanted to see the inside and you did
1: not want to see that
0: i was like no look can we just get this over with i I really have no interest in seeing the tissue of my uterus i I, none whatsoever
1: i always want to see every single time and if anybody, yeah i'm not a good doctor if anybody could find that one ovary that's floating around somewhere oh my gosh (laughs) i'd be curious as to where that thing went to too um (laughs) <laughs> that that was my last experience um, with the, the poking and the prodding is, uh, you know, I I um, my ovaries, I have one ovary and it's not attached to a fallopian tube because the tubes were uh, taken out Uh because of endometriosis like 20 years ago but i do have an ovary that's floating around in there and i was having some random pain and they tried to go fishing for it they went fishing three times never did find the thing oh good lord just give up uh, well that's i i just decided you know what we have identified what the pain is and if the ovary were bad then it would be swollen and inflamed. And, and you would find and it. And we would find it. Yes. And so let's just stop looking. But and that's another. To where okay, she went. So, so I've been really
0: kind of negative about the cosmetic industry. Yes. Um, but there are vast benefits um, to this industry, meaning the reconstruction of uh, the vagina for a lot of women who've had um, severe illnesses. Yeah um came from the cosmetic industry of you know wanting to improve said area yes they've managed to improve women's lives and men i would assume although i don't can you get a fake
1: ball I don't know. We might look that up later. Yeah, um, I'd be
0: curious because, so, you know, you, they can reconstruct God, the vagina.
1: really just are not very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> like, shaved or unshaved, not super attractive. Not like that's a JJ. <laughs> that's a cultural opinion. Really? Yes, I think of that's course. a worldwide opinion. I. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> don't even get me started on it. <laughs> There's.
0: Really? There's tons of art in Italy that say that is just not true. You are
1: correct. I and mean, there I, are balls I, I everywhere. Like You've got a leaf on the balls.
0: Did, no, that was the Puritans. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, 15th and 16th century, for instilling such odd puritanical views on the culture of the United States. Because in Europe, it's just not true. They don't have the same aversion to the male genitals that we do unless of course maybe i'm wrong maybe somewhere out there a country just says no no scrotum no balls (sighs) no but i do believe the industry has its benefits oh absolutely that cosmetically it is important that we have its presence i just would like a lot more transparency as well, to everything else, I just feel like consumers like are being taken for a ride sure. in a lot of industries, and cosmetics is just such a sensitive subject. It is.
1: It's it's interesting um, how they they've changed their formula in the last uh, few years of advertising, because as a teenager, for us growing up in the '80s um, and '90s, advertising was sort of based on, you need to look like Christy Brinkley, or you need to look like um, Cindy Crawford. And uh, so there was a a, a lot of pressure and a lot of negative advertising, buy this product, so you'll look more like her instead of buy this product, so you'll look more like you. And in the last, you know, eight or 10 or 15 years, there's been a much more emphasis on what makes you feel beautiful? And I think that that's, that's a, a great shift that they've had. Um, you know, it's really about being a confident you versus being um, a, a made up version of trying to look like someone else. And you know, the beauty industry uh, has is working to do that. And not so much with changing products, but just with changing their message. Uh, so you know, a big a big trend um, is color match. You know, match uh, your foundation to your skin tone, because there was this idea that there was only three or four different yeah, types of foundation. Poor,
0: poor black women, Asian women, right. they were left out but completely. Again, they that
1: color match concept. Huge since problem the in mid-90s. the industry. I know it's it's just it wasn't widely available because no. they weren't marketing it, so therefore people weren't buying it. And, and now, I do
0: like that they've changed their ideas about feminism about culture yes. about skin yes. tone meaning they are marketing more towards different skin tones yes and it's not just a here's here's a
1: that it's light not,
0: medium and dark, dark and that's all you got
1: yep and i love that it's more accessible to men and i know that that may not be a um sort of a a, a, a mainstream idea, but I do. I love when I'm scrolling through Instagram, and um, I I see a, you know a young man putting on makeup and giving me a tutorial on how to do it. I it makes me happy because I'm like this person is using their artistic ability and they right. are it again is paint. exuding confidence. It's only in who they are. Yes. Versus trying to be someone that they're not. So, yeah, I I think that um, we spend a shit ton of money on beauty. Um, it's and rough, a lot of time. It's, it's roughly a third of our national defense budget. And I, um, you know, have been was thinking about that. Of gosh, we spend a third of our national defense budget—the same amount of money—to um, make ourselves beautiful. I you know it's just growing and growing wouldn't it be wonderful if we spent you know 300 million dollars billion dollars on beauty and only 100 million dollars on defense
0: I'm not even <laughs> concerned about that I I think we should actually a take have. a little bit of that money and and put it back in our infrastructure and our our declining oh. cities
1: well, that would be uh, lovely too so that they're not beauty a, for a public way right <laughs> beauty for all. how about
0: infrastructure let's yes hey you know at the end of the day put on lotion and you're gonna pretty much be okay meaning
1: wash your face too well wash your, uh, that's assumed and hey while we're on that subject also for the love of god brush and floss it takes two minutes to floss yeah i'm are you anti-floss?
0: Uh, no, I'm not anti-floss. I say. just don't enjoy it. It's very nobody enjoys it. I just hate it. But I you do know, it. But I hate if, it. If
1: you're like me, you have a meaty man dentist, and I would rather him have his hands in my mouth as little as possible. So flossing, it's a thing for me. You ready Is to take that a, a break? Part of the, yes. My yes. tummy's kind of yeah. I'm my tummy's growling.
0: Hungry. I'm very hungry.
1: Are you? Let's take a break and we'll come back to this. And I don't know what the answer
0: is And I don't know what the
1: answer
0: is To settle you down hello everybody welcome back well it's so weird indeed we're we're now uh we're still on health and beauty we are but we're we're gonna we're, we uh, we're obviously talking um about the health part of it meaning yeah. you own a fitness club yep is that the correct term
1: yeah we're a health okay. club
0: health club fitness club
1: i used to be a wellness center actually <laughs> um <laughs> I really wanted this. I really love how these
0: words. uh, We we just trip through life. We Uh, We we constantly are redefining how to label something, which irritates me a little bit.
1: It's an easy way to organize things. We're human beings. We need that catalog going on up there. Yeah, but
0: wellness, health, fitness. I mean, can't we just make... Do we call church churches like gathering places now i don't know i I mean have we redefined churches like it church is a church you know what a church is
1: yeah you You know know when you go to church singing and a plate pass and a preaching (laughs) and you're also going to get a lot of love and community right correct support
0: but you know what the label church means, right? you know, but you, you, you know, it out. varies depending on what religion you're participating well, you, in. You don't
1: necessarily know that in my business. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, so I started out as healthy, Balance wellness center, really focusing on wellness and um, with the intention of expanding into a beauty day spa. So. Um, Wow. So yesterday was my 15-year anniversary of having um, Health Club. So yay, Healthy Balance, Health Club, no longer Wellness Center. Um, But 15 years ago, I opened um, on September 14th because that was the day that the magic tan automatic spray-on tanning booth was arriving. Um, I didn't yet have equipment for the gym but i had allowed myself to be high pressure sold this um beauty product uh that was a spray on tanner um i i i'm assuming everybody except for christy is familiar with what a spray on tanner. i know what it is and
0: i always thought that it's a ridiculous concept i mean why don't you just get some body paint out jesus christ i mean a spray oh, on know. tan yes. yes do you really need to be tan to be to be beautiful i, I like mean sure I have a, little it, bit of tan. a nice healthy glow great but like you know i a like a lot of the sure of yeah, pale people absolutely. as well as dark people i mean i never mm. really it never really concerned well, me like Hey, they've got a great tan. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, wow. it is
1: very subjective.
0: I realize and, that. And, and I'm such um, a pessimist and, and, and critic. I feel
1: like I look washed out if I don't have some color. And uh, so anyway, I used to do this rayon tan thing. I bought it. It was $42,000.
0: Holy fuck, Marcy.
1: Can you believe it? Um that was
0: the... Couldn't you have just donated that money to me?
1: <laughs> I didn't even have that money. <laughs> um I was loaned that good money. Lord, um, that was the single biggest mistake I've ever made in my business. Oh, I'm so sorry. It was mistake number 1. Do um, you still have it? No, eventually. Oh, good Lord. Eventually, um the most profitable use for the automatic spray on tanner was to turn it into a shower so well, my that my God. members could take a shower. Um because it really, um, for one thing, uh, it was I was ahead of the time on this in my little small town. <laughs> no one really knew what a spray on tanner was. Um, and uh, so it was uh, not really well understood. I also was not a tanning salon, meaning I didn't have tanning beds because I was a wellness center. So anyway, long story short, um it was a a drain on the business until it was paid off i think it took me about five years to pay it off it was a complete and total i'm so sorry i
0: don't mean to laugh at your pain
1: oh
0: or your mistakes you know what
1: that's the thing when you're in business like you make mistakes and um sometimes it puts you completely out of the game and it it could very well have put me it very nearly did put me out of the game because um, $42,000 my overall budget when I opened the club up was uh, $200,000 so that was a big chunk of my budget on something that uh, really probably never made a total of $10,000 in the years that I owned it Um, but it was a mistake that I made based on my pursuit of health and beauty and wanting to have good color nice bronze color but no skin cancer and, and that you know of um that i that i know of yeah i, get I mean what, what, what did they use uh it is um some sort of dye that they spray on you
0: right so how's that healthy for your
1: well it's not skin UV organ it's and it's not UV- <laughs> not damaging sun rays it might be damaging chemicals i was gonna say no um i used to know what it was made out of and and um fairly benign things okay um there's there haven't been any long term the the biggest issue with it is um well first it um on some skin tones you look orange Um, yeah you know there might be yeah there you might be thinking of a particular individual right now when i say that their skin tone Makes them look orange because they get a spray mm-hmm. on tan, um, and the other thing is, is if you sweat a lot or you're you know sweat that die out sweat that die out and it might show, meaning you might have something called streaking, and um, and that's no good. And then thirdly, if you're like me and you like to like have nice clean fresh sheets in white, oh um and you sweat then um you might have a little halo effect a little outline of your bod on the sheets that won't come out so yeah i mean overall it was it was a um not the right Are, are they
0: do they still exist
1: yes brown tans still exist Um, They thrive thrive in tanning salons. They don't thrive anywhere else. They certainly don't thrive in a wellness center. Um, And then, you know, uh, so the whole wellness center thing kind of went away for me and I came to realize that I was in fact the owner and operator of a health club and while i still remain very committed to health as being the way to be the most beautiful me that i can be i am not going to try to project that on anybody else by having a wellness center/day spa <laughs>
0: what, what did you consider wellness like okay
1: i envisioned let's chiropractic your wellness care. um i i envisioned um i had a massage therapist with me for many years um, so, so I really wellness, uh, to me was, was all about self-care and taking care of yourself and a health club is that as well. Um, but now my emphasis in my business is much more on the club part, on the, um, fellowship and the friendship and the fun that you can have together. Um, and I, I keep my own personal Feelings and pursuits of um beauty and cosmetics separate from my business now, but I also don't spray on tan anymore just so you know <laughs> my love of white sheets outweighed uh, yeah my desire I to just have, have a tan
0: I have a distrust of um the cosmetic industry I think it's a it's a healthy dose of um just suspicion towards human beings in general and and that when you're trying to sell me an idea of this is going to make you beautiful this is going to enhance your beauty and
1: and again you're kind of going back to the old way that they would market to us is you can't be beautiful without my product and And
0: they're still doing it they they just you're calling it they're just calling it a different label again you used to be a a wellness exactly. club <laughs> and now you're a health club. And this makeup will make you be the best you that you can ever be. Yes, but at least now the
1: you that it portrays actually looks like you, you. there's a hundred and uh, not an actress or instead of or their a, beach. Yeah. an icon. So yeah, I think it's healthy to be distrustful of this industry. Um, you know, they they are in it to make money they um, are yeah they have to earn my money yeah they're I guess somewhat that... manipulating our insecurities yes um i, I think and... that
0: lends to our mental health mental illness problem that we have in the united states uh, we have a very severe problem of our our are mental getting... health
1: yeah
0: and, and and exercising which you helps that. promote helps that yes so that i can buy into do my fake
1: eyelashes they make me feel better about me that is true so you know and and there is extremes i'm not i'm not trying to be facetious here or to be the devil's advocate there are certainly extremes of i yeah
0: i'm just promoting what i hope to get across today is is do these things, but do them with a mindfulness of what you're purchasing. What, why you're, what is your motivation? Is it is it to help yourself, or is it to mimic an ideal that you will never meet?
1: Right. Or is it to your detriment, and that right. you you're striving for this idea, and you just drive yourself crazy with.
0: Yeah, it. I mean, I wish I had luscious black hair, but I don't. And I, no, no, I'm not, not doing it. If I could afford <laughs> we, weeks, we, I would we have this. be on the
1: week train, I would. I'd have blonde ones, I'd have black ones. I talk I, to my
0: hairstylist all the time that I just want to shave it all off. Well, and then, then women resent me that have hair loss and mm-hmm. they want their hair back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and personally, I find hair to be um, tedious, time consuming. And um it never does what I want it to do. No, I just it's leave very mine alone disagreeable.
1: Now. I I just leave mine alone. COVID if if nothing <laughs> as good has come out of COVID, I have learned that my hair is fine with nothing in it. It's fine. Yes. Like no one runs away screaming from it and it, it Yeah, but you still believe in coloring your hair. One hundred percent. 100 (laughs) percent absolutely because you would if if i let this go uncolored i think that it would look like a a brillo pad it is not an attractive i
0: love gray hair
1: go for it you can have all the gray hair you want yeah it, but you know what agree. my hair
0: is not going to be gray because it's so pale now as it is yeah. that it, it's just gonna
1: yeah you're lucky it's, I, it's, I do not have that issue it's i have be dark dirty. hair and dirty gray hair and, and every single gray hair is just popping up there and it's like it has its own spotlight <laughs> you
0: know what um, i thought i when i saw your gray
1: peek through
0: i really wanted you to take a piece of your hair and not dye it and have the rest of it dyed no like a strip like a skunk strip it
1: will never happen why
0: not (laughs) because you do have beautiful gray hair do you realize that like your hair is the pretty white gray hair i can't
1: believe
0: that and I'm you're insulting you
1: <laughs> about my gray hair, because that's something that I'd rather not talk about. Oh, I Finally. see. There's <laughs> other <laughs> there subjects. You're more than willing to
0: glue your eyes shut, but if we talk about your gray hair, Absolutely. that's a taboo topic. And Woo. this is what I find interesting about this subject, and. Thank you very much. I'm going to promote. It's so weird because it is weird. Everybody has their shtick. Everybody has their um, their ideas of beauty and what it is and um, what one person really likes doing. The other person is like, no way. No right. way in hell. Sort of right. like the spray on tan. Yeah. No way. You couldn't get me in that box to save your life. You are not going to... Sp- I No. No dye, no dye will be sprayed on my body well, part.
1: So the hair what I found about men, uh, that is true of women too, is they're fairly vain about their hair. I mean they're, older yeah. men, if they have a full head of hair and they don't have to color it, like that is that's, that's a that a bragging about. right. It's a bragging right. And um I um Huh. But but yeah, so I do yeah, I will color my hair until my little arms can't reach my head anymore. And then do you I, color your I own do hair? Color my own hair. All right. Doesn't it look very professional?
0: Uh, yeah. I always thought you did it professionally. Mm-hmm. I don't color my own hair.
1: No, no. So part of the wellness center day spa thing, um, my first three or four years of having a, uh, personal training studio, it was attached to a day spa and i learned a lot about coloring. beauty and cosmetics wow. and coloring impressive and, oh goodness the money that i have saved
0: <laughs> <laughs> well that is the
1: problem it is expensive i always
0: have a heart attack when i go get my hair colored
1: yeah it's expensive
0: it's very expensive and it's it's re- it's so ridiculously expensive mm-hmm. that i sometimes feel guilty that i've even done it you know
1: yeah that's something that i struggled with when uh the kids were younger and and money was very tight that that's kind of why i started doing it because once i left the day spa and then was going to have to pay a hundred dollars every couple of months i just couldn't justify it and um you know and, and knowing women that are in that industry that work that spend hours making your hair look a certain way and do a fantastic job of it i say to them kudos it's definitely worth a hundred bucks um, yeah they're
0: artists yeah me. They, they are i mean if you're good you're an artist if exactly. you if you're not then um
1: but, but hopefully yeah, it, you'll get better for, for many people it is an indulgence i mean like um you know
0: i consider it a luxury it now a luxury. but a lot of women do they consider it a necessity well it's depen- that it's not yeah. a luxury yeah, it, it depends is on a the
1: profession you know in my profession um it is uh very standard to you know spend exorbitant amounts of money on lotions and uh, eventually, you know, Botox and fillers and things like that. And um, just to sort of keep yourself relevant. I hear that word a lot. And um, what do you mean? So, well, the better that you look as a trainer.
0: I wondered if that's what you meant.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: And I, I, in my, inside my head, I was like, Is there an expectation of what you think a fitness trainer should look like? This
1: fitness trainer has trained um, weighing 190 pounds and this fitness trainer being me, I have trained at weighing 190 pounds, um, and I have also trained at you know uh, weighing as little as 130 pounds. Um, I maintain now a nice 150 to 155 is is what I maintain, and I will tell you, um, it is easier to get clients the smaller that you are and the younger that you look. Um, and that's across the board of ages and sexes. Um, if you are a little, what I found is that when I was a little bit bigger, um, people tended to, uh, feel more comfortable. Um, you know, and that didn't necessarily equate to progress, but,
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, there, but, but they but, thought, but at least she's the, in the
1: same boat is, as I exactly. am. Was the quality of my training more or less, whether I'm bigger or smaller? No, absolutely not. I am trained to do this. Whether or not I'm actually doing it for myself is irrelevant um, somewhat. But yeah, I, I, you know, looking a certain way definitely has an effect on whether people buy your product or your service or not so do you
0: make an effort to go there coiffed and groomed and you mean to
1: work yes um (laughs) well i don't wear makeup and i no longer fix my hair since covid uh and i do wear clean clothes every day um um, but but no, as far as far as like really fixing myself up. now, I do do a lot of things to stay healthy. Like I said, I get a facial every month. um, I have these eyelashes glued individually onto my face. um it it does, I'm sure help with business a little bit, but mostly it makes me feel good. and I like that. and you know, um, but no, I don't do a lot of quaffing and so you um,
0: refuse to buy into the.
1: Um, no, I do peer pressure. I, I absolutely. Of, oh, oh. Of, well, of the
0: expectations of how you should look I as a fitness trainer.
1: I would say that my um, need and desire to maintain um, a, a an attractive self or the most attractive self that I that I feel like I can be is um, it's an internal motivation and I chose my profession somewhat based on that internal motivation. Does that make sense to you? Meaning I choose to do these things because I think they make me attractive. I don't do these things because I think that they're going to be attractive to you. I don't okay. care whether or not Good to you hear. think... Yeah,
0: you yeah, can, yeah. you I can put I... that
1: gray streak in my hair all you want it ain't gonna happen i think it would look cool well you can think that all you want but it's not gonna happen um i i i look and do the things for myself for me not for other people
0: and i i think that but there helps your business yes there
1: is definitely pressure in my industry to i think there is i can't imagine
0: yeah i can't imagine um
1: i just don't I I don't and I don't
0: know how those were formed um, in the health, health and beauty. But do you think it had to do with the '90s? And you know, I,
1: I think that no, I think that it has everything to do with um, marketing and uh, with not so much the the '90s as much as I think now things are formulated based off of um, Instagram and TikTok. Right, um, right. But, <laughs> but we
0: didn't really have fitness uh, men had fitness clubs yes but women did not
1: not really until the 80s did it become i mean right in the 70s yes there was an the inkling um, yes yes but but as far as like being fit and healthy um yeah not really until well, the my 90s. first
0: memory was olivia newton let's yeah. get physical yes
1: yes and and i mean and really then the <laughs> emphasis was on maintaining weight and maintaining a small waist not really being strong. And I love that in the last 10 years, um, women being strong and muscular and confident, um, you know, lifting and, uh, you know, doing endurance type activities has become the new sexy. Like I, I really, um, I like that, you know. Um, I used to think that being called thick was an insult, and now it's a compliment. I mean, if 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 you know, a guy says I like the way that you're thick. It's like, thanks, dude. They say that. They say that. They say that about these guns. Aw. No, they mostly say it about my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so far out of the loop. Oh, you're so far out of. The I'm loop. so far out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah i mean you know our our perceptions of health and beauty are changing um you know the cosmetic industry is uh yes it's absolutely suspect yes you should do your own research on the things that you're going to put on your face or on your body um do you remember uh in middle school or high school i, I know it was like young time for me uh You'd put Crisco on and go lay out in the sun. Was that a thing? Was that just a thing in my hometown? It
0: was a thing, but I never thing. did it.
1: So that's, that's crazy talk. That's how you get fried, right? Like, that's how you get burned. That's how you get fried.
0: Yes, no. It, see, or, I or never put peroxide on your no, hair.
1: That is no, that, and then go sit out in the sun. You what know was what that product it was? Sun in, and it was crazy.
0: Again, I just never orange. was much of a what I call a sucker. No, you weren't a follower. I wasn't a um, follower.
1: And plus, I would be like Crisco on your skin. Oh, my God. I, <clears throat> I wanted to do it. And my mom was like, Crisco is too expensive. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Here's the baby oil. And not only we that. you can't afford to waste that Crisco. If you're
0: out in the sun, your hair will lighten. Yeah. If you have light hair.
1: If you have dark hair like mine and you put peroxide on it, it just turns orange.
0: Right, it's orange. a chemical
1: reaction. Orange. I cannot stress enough how that was a mistake for me, and it took me a few times to learn it.
0: Oh yeah, I had I had a lot of amusement out of my peers, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and our fashion faux pas. Um, it's it's
0: adorable. I I'm. I'm fine with experimentation as long as it's not on me.
1: Well, yeah. How's that? Well, you know. I enjoy you, everybody you part- else. You participate in the beauty into industry, the... but you do it in your own way. Selectively. And, and I believe that most people would tell you that that's what they do as well. But incidentally, a lot of us look alike. And, and that's, that's, that is, you know, uh, to me, I, I think that, what
0: do you mean we look alike?
1: I mean, the end result ends up turning out the same, you know, um, like you go, you go to the salon and you, um, have a stylist that you really like the way that she does color and you like, you know, Mindy's color. And so what do you get? You get Mindy's color. And then all of a sudden we start looking a lot alike um you know uh, getting kind of away from beauty and into fashion um i love me a good sweatshirt i love me a good hoodie because it's got a pocket however um if there's anything close around my neck cloth wise it drives me crazy i turn red um, I'm uncomfortable. So what I started doing was um, I would cut the I would cut the hoodie out, right? And then I have a you've seen me wear it. You see me wear them all the time, and and I do that because I'm hot, um, not because <laughs> I'm hot, but because I'm physically hot. Um, so a few years ago, when I started doing this um, to my gym sweatshirts. Then people started asking me if they could buy a sweatshirt like that. And I'm like, all I did was take the sweatshirt that you see hanging up there and I cut the neck out of it. And you know, and you see how sometimes like my shoulders showing, that's because I cut her too big.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But... It is, so, Marcy. So, you yeah. totally missed a marketing opportunity.
1: Oh no, I sell them that way now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you know. do it? Do you mean, do the cutting yourself? I will do it right there for you. Oh my yes. goodness! It's a service. It's a service. A it's dollars. like okay. make a bear. It is like build a bear. But but you know, to, to your point, of you are an individual. I think that that's we all are individuals, but then we see something that we like. And we mimic it. And sometimes you are that individual that makes that new trend or that does that for the first time or that always, you know, you've always a trendsetter. kind of, kind of, you know, I'm not
0: a trendsetter. Oh, I, I
1: think, I think that you've always kind of had your own way of doing things. And that equates to health and beauty too, just like everything else in your life. But at the end of the day, we kind of all end up looking alike. And this is. Brings me back to the spray on Tanner, my friend. This was my intention with it. This is what I hoped would happen.
0: You wanted to make Oopaloopas?
1: No, they're orange. <laughs> orange is fine on a wall I'm orange sorry. is fine I on couldn't a orange is fine as an orange but not on human <laughs> beings um, is that what you used to say when you <laughs> drove them into ah. the pen no no my hope and this sounds so <laughs> insane now um is you know how we have different auras like you project a color about yourself well I thought wouldn't it be great if we could spray on different colors And I was kind of half kidding about this with the spray on tanner, but then deep inside.
0: You really wanted to add some color to it, didn't you? I
1: really wanted to be that person. Blue. That changed the world through color. Like now we are rainbow colored. And as it turns out, that's not how it worked out for me. The spray on tanner was better as a shower and we'll never know. If we can really, well, maybe somebody. I think there will hear are some this.
0: TV shows where they yeah, paint body paint.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe this will like get this going in somebody's head when they hear this, and and they'll be like, oh my god, yes, rainbow people, you know, I'm I'm gonna market this and I'm gonna do this, but that's that was really um, sort of my thought.
0: Tattooing is very similar to what you're talking about. You're Tattooing painting is a your whole skin. Other
1: interesting. Uh, it's behavior. way too
0: permanent for me. I don't have any tattoos.
1: Well, mine are on my back. On my back side. On the... The,
0: the buttocks?
1: No! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that word.
1: No, on the side of me that I don't see. Um, <laughs> so that's... That makes it all different? It is It's still it, permanently it on is, your back side. It is... Um, it is a... <laughs> oh, gosh. I really have a lot of parental issues.
0: Um, <gasps> do not tell me you have another story. So
1: my, well, my parents were very against tattooing, despite the fact that my mom has two. She got the first one when she was 50. I paid for the first one. But um, my dad, especially, very anti-tattoo, anti-earring piercing. Do not adorn yourself, you know. Um, that That's part of his Baptist upbringing, you know. and um, So anyway... Uh, I got my first tattoo when my daughter turned 18 because she wanted us to have matching tattoos. Right. So um, I put it on the back of my arm very purposely. Um, hers is also in the same place on her arm. Um, so that uh, maybe my dad wouldn't notice it. Maybe other people professionally wouldn't notice it. And um, then my second one is, is um, on the opposite shoulder and arm that i got because i thought it was very beautiful but i don't want to be constantly reminded that i have tattooed myself so um they're back what's the difference Uh, i i don't know you let
0: a person glue shit to your eyeballs yet you don't want to be reminded about a tattoo that you chose yeah i don't know i don't know either i don't know i i'm i'm fascinated by tattoos Um,
1: I I am very fascinated by it, too, because um, I found it to be a very therapeutic, lethargic process. Um, I got the first one dreading it, only doing it because of peer pressure from my daughter. Um, Lovely. I love her. I love that girl. So I, you know, I, of course, want it to be... Why did she want you to
0: get a tattoo?
1: Well, ours match.
0: So? That means something.
1: Yes, we're bonded. I see. She's my bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So is that part of the culture, the tattoo culture? Yes,
1: that is very much part of the tattoo culture. you know, it's it is uh, creating you uniqueness for yourself, but also sometimes bonding you to another person. I mean, how many people do you know have a tattoo of their wedding date or their husband? or Yeah, their I whatever? think that's insane. And also. Then they get divorced. And yeah, I know. Like, I think it's I crazy. So but anyway, I think that Mabel and I will always be together. And um, we don't have our names tattooed, but we have matching tattoos. And the experience was so therapeutic for me that I decided to get a second tattoo and it was equally as emotionally releasing for me um, as as the first one. And I actually, um, I know I need to go through the process again. Uh, My issue is that it leaves that permanent mark. And I mean, my tattoos, in my opinion, are absolutely beautiful. They're stunning works of art. Um, What do you mean that mark? I mean, it's going to be there. It's painted on there. It's going to be there. Right. Um, But the poking with the needle over and over and over again is therapeutic for my soul.
0: Do you think it releases endorphins? It must. The pain?
1: Yes. Yes. And different, like acupuncture, um, different places of penetration um, elicit different feelings. Did I just say that? I'm such a child. God, are you four? I was like, yeah, I Are you know, four I, years old? I am old? a continuous can, 4 can, can old Can a person not say penetration? Not that way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're like a child. I am such a child. I'm so sorry. I well,
0: can't he help penetrated it. penetrated
1: me over again. I was going to say. Again. God. What is wrong with you? Do we need to take a commercial break so you can pull yourself together? Good Lord. Are we any better than the beauty industry? Absolutely
0: not. I'm a piece of shit.
1: (laughs) I can can tell you that. I can
0: use... uh, I have used every tool available to work people's vanity mm-hmm. to manipulate uh,
1: just like the beauty industry. Uh,
0: absolutely. You know,
1: and um but
0: uh, a lot of the times I had I don't know if I had good motivations, but I it definitely there was no harm, no foul. Yes. Well, uh, when, when I I been in sales, um uh, I'm a jack of all trades, master yeah. of none. I've sold everything. I've sold education. I've sold art. I have sold ideas, uh, policies.
1: Yes. But uh, the, which the, is... The the point that we were talking about before you turned the recorder penetration. back on. Now, you said we can talk about penetration I, I've anymore. got myself under control you've got got it past it and you would like to go back to. I would like to go
0: yes absolutely
1: okay well yes so getting back to that that was a very lethargic experience um it's incredibly artful and can be um very beautiful and when
0: you say lethargic what do you mean by that oh because lethargic to me means
1: you're release let go let it be okay. heavy let it um yeah yeah that's how that's how it was is I felt very um I could feel the heaviness of me um so you
0: felt it was spiritual more than just yeah. adornment oh yeah so it was and adornment was a little... related to a spiritual experience yeah, which is rare well I don't know
1: going back to my eyelashes
0: well,
1: <laughs> I so, I mean, well i
0: guess i mean the fear that you felt when your eyes were almost glued together no, was no, that not,
1: not not that at all it is um, <laughs> not, not that
0: experience not when the razor almost just
1: the whole i mean beautification you know it it implies transformation going in one way coming out of it beautiful i mean you know how many times have you gotten out of bed and been like I feel and look like roadkill and every day, and then you take a shower and you wash your hair and you, uh, you know, brush and floss those toothies and then you apply your lotions and, and all of your morning routine. And sometimes, sometimes you're like, yes, you look in the mirror. I am beautiful I'm strong I am gonna go and kick today's ass and then sometimes you look in the mirror and it's a little less than that but the beauty industry its goal is to make you feel a
0: euphoria
1: yes a euphoria a a confidence a power a beauty a transformation I don't think there's anything wrong with that I think that that's a, a, a wonderful goal. And, um, you know, it's a way for us to feel that way that uh, not going through those self care routines uh, doesn't give us. So, if you don't do some self care, chances are you don't ever reach that euphoria, that feeling of, I look amazing. I'm beautiful. I'm strong. I'm going to go kick today in the tail. So, um, yeah, I think beauty and self-care go hand-in-hand hand there. And that had nothing to do with tattoos. No, it didn't. <laughs> but
0: tattooing is a form of self-care in the sense. Um, I know that people go and get a tattoo of a loved one um, as a yeah. part of their mourning experience to, or or when their child is born, they mm-hmm. will have their or child tattooed married. or they get married, which I think is, uh,
1: uh, 50% of those things end in divorce. It's
0: very romantic. Um.
1: Uh, and, and you know, tattooing and romance to me do not go hand in hand, but, but tattooing it obviously and a life changing experience. Do go hand in hand? Um, Isn't getting married a life changing experience worthy of
0: tattooing? Oh, gosh what if you're so, you're marrying your soulmate
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well don't we i know, know we laugh at that don't, oh oh that that is. but i have I met nothing, soulmates sure I, I would want nothing more than to meet my soulmate and go get a matching tattoo i suppose but i'm far more likely to get a tattoo because of some uh trauma or tragedy in my life and to commemorate coming out of it going through it i mean that's that's just me but some people i suppose do find tattoos romantic (laughs) and get them for romantic uh, reasons when you
0: got a divorce are, are you gonna commemorate that with a tattoo i did that was your tattoo divorce art yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> holy crap you betcha it's beautiful isn't it it is uh cherry blossoms and a hummingbird and um it's springtime and rebirth and it is also done in a style of 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 um a, a sort of Painting that is uh, melting or dripping. Um,
0: it reminded me of
1: watercolor. Watercolor. Asian watercolors. There we go. That's what it is.
0: Yes. Um, there you go. Yeah, are. they he there did it very well.
1: Art words. Yeah. But I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a very Asian. Uh, yes.
1: So it was yeah, ephemeral. This, this was watercolor. this was about me accepting that that part of my life was over, and that was not a bad thing. That was a good thing. Because I didn't really. uh, No one gets married and wants to be divorced. You find yourself. No. What's the point? Exactly. Exactly. So it was very difficult for me to. Unless you got a timeline. And it was very difficult for me to. My timeline was till death do you part, and he. And he didn't die. die. Damn it.
0: No, you ter- missed your goal that's a,
1: that's a terrible thing to no say. no it, we're just being facetious yeah, we're not terrible, serious awful. well we like to have
0: a sense of humor about yeah. this i mean
1: um we but... are
0: talking about health and beauty so uh yes. we, we can yes. have fun with this topic and yeah not have so to... so
1: anyway yeah that was my tattoo of um letting go of that and getting ready for something new and and beautiful so there we go
0: Well, I find it amusing that uh, I didn't even know that's what that was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? To be fair, I've never said that to anyone. I've never, uh, you know, consciously put that out there. But that is unconsciously what it was. Um, was, This was a great experience getting that first tattoo with my daughter. and, And as I said, very therapeutic for me that I decided you know, what would be therapeutic. Is. The next
0: solution is yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So Yeah, I don't think
0: I'd find it therapeutic. I mean, I would find it interesting because of the um the way the body is connected mm-hmm. and those pressure points and, yes, and definitely how uh the pain creates a euphoria.
1: Yes. Or the pain would surface in a different part of my body right. that was not being tattooed. Yeah. Um I find that yeah, interesting. That was, that was that was very interesting. But I'm not Rachel gonna go through protection. that
0: experience just so that I can I, I'm more than happy to listen to you tell me about it and uh Yeah. But take a pass. <laughs> take a
1: pass. I don't that. like needles. You know, we you we, know, I don't like needles. Um it's a teeny tiny needle.
0: I don't care. I don't care. No, no needles. No, thank you. No needles. I have a huge um, problem with needles. You don't like them. I'm not a very good drug addict. Literally. Thankfully. I,
1: I would be. I probably would be, but those needles... Yeah, I don't have much interest in needles, and uh, which which kind of going back to health and beauty, you do know that you can have your um, eye makeup and and lipstick Yeah, and I was thinking like about that, that tattooed. tattooed on. Yeah,
0: I think that's a. Um,
1: that's a big commitment to always be you know uh, lovers lane red every day.
0: Um, because some sometimes- not only that but. don't know I don't know how to say this I and I certainly don't want to offend anybody who's had it done but you permanently um it's sort of like having your living room 1980s all the time Yes. (laughs)
1: yes I agree. <laughs> I agree. does that make sense I agree like, that you, like you can you never change the change landscape it. unless yeah. they figure I mean, out th- so think about eyebrows if you get your yeah, eyebrows, yeah, no, you know no. n- now there's this thing called micro needling and that's you know kind of a, a temporary six eight month uh, tattooing to give you more eyebrows and uh, you know you and I both can remember the pencil thin eyebrow oh, face. Yeah. Um I I could never. I mean, I've always had sort of Albert Einstein eyebrows and uh so thin was not a good look for me and and thankfully now the look is a little thicker. I've had
0: you know, it's kind of interesting because I've had more women um insult me on on beauty than a man has.
1: Oh. Yeah, 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 oh, definitely. Well, okay, so I realized a long time ago,' it's that, so critical that, that i I do what I do for me. and then I have a couple of of um, very fashion savvy girlfriends that if I'm gonna go hang with them, you can bet I dress to the nines. Like like before you and I started seeing each other on a a couple of times a week basis and we just saw each other um, every few months, let me tell you. Did you I get put, dressed up for I me? I got dressed up for you. Thank you. And I always appreciated it when you noticed and believe me I went home a little disgruntled when you didn't notice. Oh my gosh. And I would tell myself, "No, she noticed. She just never got a chance to say anything." I just don't I don't make personal comments about people. Sure. But 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 I mean, w- women are very critical of each other, and um, that's why you know. Yeah,
0: I had one um older woman actually she was older than me she was like you need to get your eyebrows done mm-hmm. I was like
1: what are you talking about
0: and she's yeah. like you need to get your eyebrows plucked I recently and I was like had you know what I out you...
1: to me that I had a nose hair and I was immediately like oh my god and they said do you want me to pull it
0: oh my gosh why
1: why are why do women feel
0: that there are no boundaries i mean with
1: other women yes well i don't know i mean i i try to question this i i try to say either nothing at all or something nice um because my feeling is is that you took a look at yourself in the mirror when you left the house and if something is really gone awry like your pants are unzipped or, I
0: really would like somebody to tell me <laughs> like, if my pants are Yes, it. I'll
1: tell you that. If you have a booger on your face, lettuce yes. in your teeth, I am going to tell you that. I mean, or if you're at the pool and you've started your period and you don't know, I'm going to tell you that. But if you have unibrow, if you have facial hair, if you have like a size small shirt covering a size extra large body... I am not going to comment on it because I'm going to assume you're already aware. And instead, I'm going to try to find something that I find attractive about you or appealing or kind or whatever, because I want to say something nice to everyone that I see and make them feel beautiful. And so, you know, um, but lots of women will say that. What is that on your face? You know,
0: <laughs> my, my <face>.
1: nose, <laughs> you know, or um, yeah, yeah. The unibrow thing. I mean, now I know I keep her waxed. She's smooth. There's a lot of separation. Um, I learned how to do that because I have a unibrow like in five minutes. and And so you got to stay on top of that. Or I choose to stay on top of that because that's one of the things that makes me feel attractive and complete and beautiful and maybe that is because women said to me in the past you should wax that you got a lot of you should you know how pretty you'd look if you would do xyz but now i i tried it and i do in fact feel pretty doing it and so i continue to do it um and then there are some things that you know I, I only recently would never consider
0: I only recently got my I, I've been doing my eyebrows at the hairstylist oh, because I can't a see no,
1: no 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 they're not
0: no, no I just have you them plug it
1: oh you can't see them so you have them plucked. right <laughs> that's, the only reason. that's hilarious <laughs> so um <laughs>
0: because my hairstylist was like you gotta stop plucking <laughs> i was oh. like what's what's going on up there wow. <laughs> she's like you're taking too much yeah it's taking too much but S- isn't that just okay
1: um that's her job is to make you beautiful so she was right. not being critical she was being oh no i no, i i yeah i asked okay hey
0: <laughs> so uh, ladies out there or men if you ask and then you don't get the response Yes, if you thought... ask,
1: be honest. <laughs> be honest, but you don't necessarily need to volunteer
0: your well, opinion. You, right, right. Or if you ask somebody, be aware that you may not get the response that you desire. Oh
1: goodness, yes, that's why I don't ask. Right, right, right. right. I mean, you're or, just or I the set you the door. You know, you you've seen right. me do that. I do that with Brad all the I, time. And I
0: find another trend fascinating in this it's just my age is the teeth whitening thing oh yeah people are really really into that yeah. yeah yes and I started using those uh tooth whitening toothpaste yeah and uh I had to stop using it because it was making my gums recede
1: oh yeah so you didn't have the good stuff
0: absolutely and that's why I get pissed off at these types of uh beauty Generational ideas of beauty, because I, you buy think, into it, you. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll wipe my teeth, whatever. Yeah. But I haven't. I haven't. A, well, I, I, I'm just gonna look like an old yellowed teeth woman because. Well,
1: your teeth aren't yellow. I see yeah, them.
0: Yeah, they are. <laughs> now you're. And I a drink double. a lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. It's it, it's almost pointless. Because you're going to stain them every yes. day anyway, yes. So going to get get them yes. whitened, well, is uh, so.
1: I thankfully have gingivitis. Um, you and have gingivitis. I do. I do. Yeah. I did not go to the dentist for about uh, fifteen years after high school. Um, I had a. I, I still have an aversion to the dentist. I like, have that a That is the scariest yeah. place for me to be. Um, but anyway, so because I didn't go, uh, my teeth are very healthy. Um my gums were not. And mm. so we started addressing the gingivitis issue, which oddly enough is um can be contagious. Like if you're just running rampant with gingivitis and you go around kissing, you know, somebody else.
0: It's a bacteria. It's isn't a bacteria, it? they can get it. Yeah.
1: So, um anyway, that's just a side note. Um, I, I take care of my gingivitis. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no thinking, we're talking and I'm thinking i thinking of opening a kissing booth um no God. seriously um but but so it wasn't being taken care of as well as my dentist would like and so he suggested that i get these trays and i was like oh gosh i don't want to wear these trays like you know 15 minutes a day ah that's way too much time
0: you want to keep um, your teeth though
1: yeah and i really didn't want to have scary gums because you know when they recede you start to look a little skeletony, and so anyway now i wear the trays the trays are filled with peroxide and some other stuff that i bacteria trust, killing I'm, I'm trusting my dentist to make sure it's safe hopefully um, but anyway at a side effect of all of that peroxide goo sitting on my teeth and gums is it whitened them and um you know, health and well, beauty, peroxide. health and beauty and wellness, all right there in one one package tray. If only they wouldn't. get Do you have me. to do
0: it every day?
1: I should do it every day. So he has me on quite a regiment. Um, I brush, I floss, I water pick, and then I do the trays.
0: You know, I was gonna try the
1: water pick. I love the water pick. Every once in a while, I'll forget to turn it off before I take it out of my mouth, and I shoot it up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Every the time I the price you pay to stay beautiful, the price I pay for beauty, and every time I do it, I'm like, damn <laughs> you know, it all? I'm sure
0: almost everybody who's listening has done that. I, I mean, I haven't done it yet, so I'm, I'm awaiting so. that experience. Because <laughs> as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm gonna have you look up on Amazon what water pick you buy because there's just so many out there.
1: I have a great one. It's um rechargeable, and you only have to recharge it about once a year. And let me tell you, it sprays. I don't know what brand it is, but it's um, white and navy blue, and I'll recognize it when I see it. Does that help with the gingivitis? It does. It does. So gingivitis is basically where the skin has come away from your tooth, um, creating pockets for bacteria to grow in. So you brush and you floss, and you keep that bacteria out, and then the skin grows back to your tooth, and there's no more pockets. So technically, you always have gingivitis. I was going to say. But you don't always have symptoms. So as long as I take care of it, you know, I don't have bad breath. My gums aren't receding, that sort of thing. I don't think I have breath. (sighs) Can you smell it? Um, No.
0: (laughs) No, unfortunately, uh, bad breath cannot be hidden.
1: No. No. And luckily, lots of people are just polite. Um, But... Polite how? think like they didn't tell me i had bad breath well that is a problem
0: do you think so a little bit
1: i mean it, it
0: means that there's something unhealthy that they
1: oh, unless you have a you, genetic problem you are correct so so from that standpoint to say to someone you know what your yeah, you really not, stinks I, I think you're sick <laughs> well
0: i'm sorry but when you have the flu <laughs> yeah, your breath stinks. You can brush no. all day long. Yeah, if you're sick, your breath stinks. Yes. It's it's a sign of unwellness.
1: Well, maybe my breath didn't stink.
0: I'm, I don't, but I'm I don't sure, remember. Your I'm sure, sure it ever had stinking. to.
1: I'm sure it had to because I had <coughs> pretty serious gingivitis. Oh, I know. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, there are it's much a, worse things for me. I to don't. Get. I don't, it's don't like know. That's completely treatable, and luckily, my dentist right. is incredibly dedicated to me never having to require a root canal because he says he would retire before giving me a root canal. I'm not a very good patient. Wow. I'm a really awful patient. Uh, he puts me back in the screamer room. What the heck know? do you
0: do Marcy?
1: <laughs> well for one thing I'm loud. Um, For another thing I become irrational at the dentist office. And so you have a loud irrational person um with a colorful vocabulary. It Good tends Lord, to you are terrible. The natives. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I I am always um in the screamer room at the dentist office. So but, but Doctor Mike is very nice, and and he knows that I have this extreme aversion to the dentist. I feel
0: sorry for dentists, and um, because I don't want their job. Oh God, what a horrible job! It's a horrible job, and I'm glad that they like it. And and those um, poor
1: hygienists, and and, and the hygienists get the shit yeah, end
0: of the deal. Yeah. To be honest, my I, cousin, uh, I don't know um, if they are a hygienist anymore, but it's a very difficult
1: job and i wonder if they get paid uh i think they i think that they get compensated well and i think that they are uh, enjoy their work i mean most of uh i just it's got to take a really rare personality for that don't you think i don't know i think there are only 32 teeth um it would be if you're the kind of person that is detail oriented um, an OCD an OCD I think I, and that's, that's how my hygienists have always been is they're very um, very meticulous um, very um, you know uh, conscientious of their work and they want you I go, I go four times a year for a cleaning so every 90 days I have my teeth cleaned and um, my hygienist is, is very specific with me about the result that she would like to see and what I need to do to help her achieve that result, yeah, and mm-hmm. and I really appreciate that about her. Um, and my dentist is, uh, you know, as I said, he doesn't ever want to give me um, any sort of major. Uh, experiences. He doesn't. He doesn't want to have to do any major work on me because I am such a baby. Um,
0: you really are. Really I'm am. so sorry you had a traumatic experience.
1: Yeah. The last time I was at the dentist for a filling, and I um, <laughs> they give me the gas. So they give me gas and wow. the shots. Um, because I yeah, and and I used for a to filling. I, yes. Um, I used to have to take an anti-anxiety pill. Before I would get to the wow, so you office. would have like panic would, attacks. He would prescribe that to me because yeah, I was very, very. But anyway, last time I was there, um, I hear this <sighs> sound, and I say, "What the heck was that?" And the dentist laughed, and he said, "That was you emptying that laughing gas bag." <laughs> <laughs> what? And I'm like. That's why I'm floating on the ceiling right now. (laughs) I think I'd
0: throw up.
1: (laughs) Oh, I feel terrible after the laughing gas is over. I mean, it gives me a terrible hangover, and we are getting like I'm trying to back it off because I do feel it's a hangover. It's it ruins my entire day. Yeah, yeah. To go to the dentist. Yeah. Um, But you know, thankfully, he is very committed to me getting in there to him. And he manages my you know, my my anxiety about it. I feel like really responsibly, you know, gives me a little pill and says, "Take this a half an hour before you come." And then I arrive at the dentist office. And yeah, he
0: does want a train wreck.
1: right. Right. I mean, he still gets it. I still go back to the screamer room. But, you know. Do they all have a screamer room? I don't know if they all do. (laughs) That's a little spooky. I was just walking down the hall one day and I realized all of these rooms have open sides. You can see in there. You can walk in there. I must
0: be a delight.
1: And then I always end up being led back to the far back room that has a door and he shuts the door. And, you know what and I, I ask love? about this. I asked about this. I said, what's up with this? And the hygienist just giggled and she said, You don't know. And I said, No. And she was like, It's the screamer room. This is where we put you. Oh. Oh, oh, I've been a I've been in the screamer patient. room for ten
0: years. <laughs> this is my dream scenario of the dentist. You walk in, the hygienist cleans your teeth. She doesn't say anything to you, yes, she doesn't give you any suggestions. She does her job. Then you go to the dentist. He finishes it. He doesn't say anything. And then I pay them.
1: <laughs> well, they always have new information. I mean, they are a part of the beauty industry. yeah, there I don't are want their information all the time. I don't and want their want, information. I just want to them, them to do the job. But they take pride in their work, and they I don't want care. to share it with you. I don't want it. Well, I'm sh- I'm sure that if you communicate, I am that, paying them. I'm sure that if you communicate for an that, experience to that, clean you my get teeth, that that you would you get, think so? Yes, I think if you said, "I really don't want to have conversation," they would be delighted to have a patient that they didn't have to talk to because they probably see ten to fifteen patients I know. a day, or thirty, who knows? And they have to make conversation with every single one of them. I, to try
0: to make you feel comfortable. To,
1: yes. I would And say it that, makes me... I would say it, they would it be just delighted elevates, to not talk.
0: Yeah, it just elevates my stress. I'm already there. I don't want to be there. Yeah. I'm paying to do something I don't want to do. It takes at least three hours of your day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No matter what.
1: Yep, nobody wants to go.
0: Nobody wants to go. So I, I want it to literally be like i go into your fitness club i get on a bike i ride the bike i get off the bike and i leave
1: that's not really what we do i know i say hey christy what's no. up <laughs> oh, how are you doing i appreciate the friendliness dogs? and i
0: appreciate that people like yeah. that communication but as a person
1: no fair enough fair um,
0: enough i i will thank somebody's beautiful or i'll like their shoes or I like their clothes but it's rare that all come out
1: That you'll actually communicate that yes so i i try to do that with nearly every interaction i have with another human being i i try to find something to say to uplift them and with someone that you don't know the easiest thing is to give a compliment you know um that's a that's a really cute That's dress. a sincere compliment. That's, yeah, I mean I don't Not like this up. shit up. No. No. If I can't if I can't find I love a compliment, those ugly shoes you're wearing. If I can't find a compliment, I Then it's a hard day. The, no, I just don't give one. But I do try, you know, to you know, find something nice to say with every stranger. And do you think that stranger. makes a difference? It's made a difference in my life many times. Many times someone has said that I don't know has said something to me that has uplifted me that um, they didn't even know they had no idea they just went about their life and they thought that my you know that my smile was friendly or that I said something nice or that my pants were just out of this world and it, it makes me feel better it makes me feel like well that person feels good now they feel good enough to say something nice and so I should pass that along and and I do think that everyone deserves to hear a sincere compliment often 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 because we hear negative things
0: i do think we hear a lot of negative things
1: and you know it's been shown that for every negative thing that is said to us it takes five positive things to undo the damage of that and so yeah yeah, you're more than likely to remember
0: a negative comment all
1: day long all all day long
0: long, or years yeah yeah then a compliment
1: a sincere a sincere compliment but those sincere compliments do get in and uh you know they help us to feel more beautiful and okay so we've talked about teeth
0: the face the face eyebrows
1: eyebrows eyelashes what about the
0: tatas on the table
1: the tatas on the table what what you want them bigger make them bigger you want them smaller make them smaller i don't care I am. I think that in general, uh, breasts are beautiful on men. <laughs> don't, don't struggle too much with that one <sighs> on men if they're still firm and up there. On women, I guess if they're still firm and up there. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. I guess I am. As long about as the I guess, yeah yeah. I was gonna say. There. I knew you're
0: gonna triple through <laughs> this. No. It's I, not true. You do have an opinion. You want them firm and up there. I do. I do. On everybody.
1: Yes. Yes. On everybody. But what if you can't have what if them you firm? <laughs> <laughs> What if you got big floppers? What if you got big floppers? That's why I like the saying. Um, yeah. Well, that can be beautiful, too. I like it when they're reined in as best as they can be reined in. Um. I find it... Im- immensely
0: uh, amusing.
1: Have you been saving that all day? <laughs> <laughs> like, we
0: should
1: just... Sitting on that all day.
0: People objectify their boobs. Yeah, meaning we do. Meaning they... Uh,
1: yeah, they're objects.
0: They're objects. They're Although they're connected to you. Yes. We don't really do it to legs too much or arms, but uh, for whatever reason...
1: Yeah. The Tatas. The Tata. The boobies. The floppers.
0: Right, right. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, we're obsessed with them. I
0: mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. Needless to say, yeah. And and yeah. I have a huge issue with surgeries of any nature. Of
1: any yes. And um <clears throat> yeah. You know, um, but that's that's your issue and, and you know, some Do you
0: think can... we'll be able to find a way to do it without being as invasive
1: so the most recent breast surgery that i saw was a reduction um and she had you know they took off her nipples um they put the nipples back on they look fantabulous um they uh, made two incisions in the underside of the breast and uh the incisions healed well there's like this was back in january that she had them done um, and they her tits look amazing. My girlfriend, that is 46 years old, her tits look absolutely amazing, like they are up there, no bra needed. Um, I'm I'd be lying if I said I wasn't jelly. Uh, and she's fine with it. It was a long recovery process. That kind of surgery is a long recovery process, um, simply because our chest is connect. our arms are connected to our chest and we do yeah. so much movement so it's it's you have to be very careful but if it makes you feel good why not the trouble that we get into is that rabbit hole um with beauty and and that is for each person to determine how far down that rabbit hole is the right amount how far is too far is it you know plastic surgery is it you know um fillers and botox is it you know hair color you know we need not judge other people for their decisions that they make especially if after they get a you know a change a modification if they are genuinely happy and feel beautiful about themselves i mean that's to me it's like mm, you know no big deal make them bigger make them smaller make one of each size if you want although most people don't so why is it so expensive it's surgery and i think it's less expensive like is it it's less it's, it's not now like a 40 is it, grand is it a getting better
0: uh yeah yeah because yeah, i haven't done any research on this maybe i should well maybe we should maybe find somebody who recently Well, uh, this is
1: uh something that if, you know we can certainly take up in another podcast because we're kind of getting away from the cosmetic industry but yeah
0: um, <laughs> how is that how but, is that different
1: well that's a whole different genre that's a whole different industry that is plastic surgery i don't know how many you don't think that's beauty i think it is beauty but i don't it's certainly not cosmetics uh um, well, I well it what's it the suck? difference between nano cosmetics
0: that's even getting even delving further into your molecular level surgery at least is a surface uh, fix and I so to speak
1: cosmetic means surface it's your your organ your skin yeah so well boobs aren't skin i mean boobs are covered with skin sometimes <laughs> it's very soft skin <laughs> boobs are um, <laughs> boobs aren't skin God, I, can talk about, I can talk about boobs all day long they are amazing it's and and I don't understand why I'm not a lesbian like women are beautiful we are beautiful we have soft skin yeah i i find I know, uh the female I'm going, form I'm going down a tangent here and yes side. indeed
0: it's never good it's never good
1: so what are you I'm, looking up I am just uh getting a hard fast uh, definition of cosmetic um, but I'm not getting it from Google
0: no uh, it's really difficult to find
1: yeah it, it,
0: it, you it, would think it's an easy word to define
1: you know for the industry in the day, back in the day we had this book it was big it was thick it was typically burgundy it was called a uh, dictionary and I wonder do we have a dictionary in I have the a dictionary studio? Uh, yeah, I'd like to get a definition on cosmetics. I mean, because I want to say, because plastic surgeon, surgery was initially known as cosmetic surgery. So I guess that boob surgery is cosmetic. It is
0: cosmetic. Okay. I'm sorry, but it is.
1: Well, it's cosmetic I to surgery. Say I mean... For another.
0: I know you're saying it's plastic surgery, but that's just
1: another... Uh, is it? It's silicone surgery, I believe. I can't find my or, physical book dictionary. If if, if you're uh, talking about a reduction, yeah, is that still plastic surgery? No, that's... No, that's... Breast augmentation. Yes. that's This is the proper term for it. We are augmenting breasts, <laughs> which makes it sound awful. That sounds like a All terrible right, thing so to do. All right, so cosmetic
0: is involving or relating to treatment intended to restore or or improve a person's appearance oh
1: everything i do is cosmetic
0: yes i think t- just traditionally the makeup industry yeah. got to uh cherry pick that word
1: yeah well then we uh, and then the
0: plastic what? surgeons had to create because to me
1: a plastic surgeon
0: always sounded so strange because
1: are we making barbies here right <laughs> Yeah, I think they were making Barbies. I think we are making Barbies, maybe. But now Barbie comes in a lot of different shapes and sizes. Well, isn't that wonderful?
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that we no longer have a uh, specifically designed. Um, well, an unachievable... Following.
1: An unachievable design. Her measurements were never going to measure out.
0: Oh, yeah. You're talking about the Barbie Barbie yeah, doll. Barbie. Yeah, I never cared about the Barbie oh, you doll. Were,
1: you were talking about the mere term of being a Barbie doll.
0: Right. Yeah. The The idea of mimicking... Now, maybe teenagers still do this. Uh, maybe they do. I'm not really sure. It probably depends on the parents and how they motivate or well the uh, educate too. their child. Um, we're we're not mimicking as much superstars or
1: actresses, uh. But but, well, no, maybe, maybe maybe we just have a greater variety of superstars. Right. Than actresses, maybe we have more, and so yeah, there are yeah. more, more to access to. And it, but again, to me, it goes back to it's very hard to have your own look. We all are, you know, we all kind of look alike. Yeah, well, we, we
0: all have to buy the same clothes, so to speak. I mean, there's only so many... Uh, well, not anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's an infinite number. and um, But it is hard to buy things that are, uh, you know, that, that really... And then fashion always
0: drives you, uh, which kind of irritated me because um, I really thought the jeans that were uh, low-rise...
1: Yeah, it's terrible. Were
0: awful for women, and I felt like well, men... thankfully
1: that trend only lasted. Yeah, I felt about like men years. were
0: abusing women by creating that trend. Um, they are in charge of the fashion industry. Sadly, yes. Yes, and it, it confuses me. As to why that is. We can discuss that in another podcast. Oh god, we discussed that. And and I'm the sorry. Why know? do
1: we give power to men? I don't know. Why do we as women I don't know. continuously for give power for our to
0: own men? beauty enhancement? I know. I, 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 these poor we women had to wear low rise so that their muffin tops These poor women,
1: you're talking about me. <laughs> okay? I didn't all right, let's just say this. You didn't participate? You had the no. luxury of not having to wear low-waisted jeans? No,
0: because I could wear them and not have issues, meaning... Right,
1: because you don't have very much body fat. Right. But then as regular gals... Yes. 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 Absolutely. So
0: though, I believe those jeans were made for a size two to four yeah. or six person, meaning sizes. Yes, fuck yes. And that anybody and above that... around
1: for 10 years.
0: 10 years. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but what if you're, a, what what if you are a thin person, but your torso is long? Is long?
1: Yeah, and then you're a mom, and you're bending over at the Walmart, right. and your right. son comes up behind you and says, are I like your underwear." <laughs> yeah, did, I live that. Did did he? Yeah, do... Sam did that. <laughs> and Sam was the kind of child that if he found something that was embarrassing. He just pushed that button all the time. <laughs> he just pushed that button. So why did got. we... Why, no
0: as a culture, did we... Per, to continue to buy those jeans? Um, there I, was, nothing, well, else there the was nothing else on the market. There was nothing
1: else on the market. But why
0: didn't anybody and, 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 and in the that, news say... That is say, when
1: I learned about uh, Levi Strauss and Company's yep. ability to just maintain the same style of jeans and that is why I um, consume, yeah, because it's easy. I know exactly what brand and style that I wear Yeah, and
0: that um, is a beautiful company.
1: it is a beautiful company and they were making my style all along. I just forgot about them because retailers weren't carrying them as much. They were carrying the goddamn bedazzled jeans which I don't get. Like you sit down and your ass is bedazzled and so you can feel that. No, thank you. You mean you give don't want me, studs? No, I don't. Just in your butt? Me, just give me some regular jeans that go right underneath my belly button. It's fashion and mercy. I'm fine. It's fashion. I'm fine. Beauty. Just right below the belly button, nothing on my butt. And Beauty. that's called a Levi 513. <laughs> <laughs> now we're promoting Levi. That is, that's what that is, my friend. And thank you, Levi, for that.
0: Indeed. Absolutely. Tradition. There are some traditions that need Ooh, to be kept. That is... And for the female form, we should be able, yeah, as an industry.
1: So, yeah, I wear the same. We, we talk about this. Um, I wear the same style of clothes and have for the last 30 years. Because I um, have a body type. That as much as I used to like to think that I could look good in something wavy, <laughs> in something that uh, was going to hang off of my... No, I don't. I don't look good in those things. And so I have, a, you know, my style that well, doesn't really
0: change. That's why they have professional stylists. Mm-hmm. That's why they had sh- a show called What Not to Wear. yes. You have to uh, adorn your body. Yes,
1: it took me a long time to learn that. I I think really wanted to dress like I was built like you, and I am built more like Charo. Yeah, or, yeah. Well, uh, I always know, wanted to wear Or Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I guess. the curvy. Not, I always wanted to wear the way. curvy
0: clothes. <laughs> yeah, but I just looked end up yes, looking like an a angular, clown. You have
1: an angular body. Yeah, yeah, and um, and and they
0: just look like uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, almost like um balloons
1: yeah I always wanted to to dress like in a 1920s sort of um you know uh very uh plain
0: art deco art deco style
1: yeah and it turns out that I have a you know more yeah. voluptuous body than that yeah and so you know and and now now I do that so I wear things that are v-cut because I have this thing called cleavage and people like that and so that's what i look good in and that's what i wear even though the it's style not, it's, may it's not not what it's not exactly what i imagined i would you know but i just don't rock anything else i don't you know not even 100 percent sure i rock that <laughs> <laughs> how long do you think that took Oh, I remember still struggling with it and looking for wedding dresses. I remember I kept trying on dresses that were very sheer and very flowy. And I looked like I was wearing a tent or garbage sack. And, um, you know, finally... You know, trying on a dress that was fitted at the waist and uh, showed cleavage and, you know, everyone being like, that's it. And, and being like, oh, God, yeah, you're right. And,
0: so other people's responses well, eventually
1: and, and, um, And, and also modified. just really looking at how I looked, you know, um, and being really real with myself. You know, being really real with these are my assets, right? You know, inventory and, is what yeah, I call it. Yeah, taking inventory. I mean, these are, these of... are my assets, and these are the things that, um, if I dress this way, um, I generally feel more attractive. I feel more confident because a they fit right, like I can move in it, and right. I don't feel like my boobs are going to bust out. Yes. Um, and b you know, yeah, peer pressure. There's there's many more compliments when you're dressed correctly, and that helps to boost your confidence. Um, and then also just really letting go of what I think is beautiful and then what I actually look like is beautiful,
0: you know? Yeah, that's, I guess that's why we wouldn't discuss that topic today because...
1: Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I, I, I...
0: The concept of beauty. I'm not really trying to uh, convince anybody or... Uh...
1: No, I,
0: I believe that... everybody should experiment and find their own pleasure in what they find yes. beautiful.
1: Yes. And and I actually, I, I knew that... I, I kind of wanted to talk about the beauty industry because I knew that you would find the whole thing very suspect. And I find um, it to be uplifting and, right. um, you know, and, you know, and yeah, it is suspect. It is like every other I just hustle. don't
0: trust anybody that tr- tries to sell me a product that states that it's going to make me beautiful. Well. I, I feel manipulated. He, yes. I want to be able to decide on my own. Yes. What products work and what products don't. I want to be able to read a label. And when I read the label, I know what those words are.
1: Oh, my God. So do you actually know the words on your uh, lipstick and uh, uh, eyeshadow? I, do you know the ingredients? Because...
0: I that, buy Burt's.
1: Okay. so um, so And my lotion... So Burt's Bees. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really buy... Uh, my lotion, yeah, s- specifically, is very clear on um, on what it is. I mean, I think it's. But you a,
1: can't. You get that from that smaller natural company. Bert's I Chinese, do. Um, versus. And I get L'Oreal the L'Oreal and Estee Lauder uh, have much more complex and um, chemically driven ingredients.
0: Correct.
1: Yeah. But do we need those? I don't know.
0: I mean, can't we have locally owned private businesses? I mean, that's still capitalism. Do we have to
1: have oh, the large? Absolutely. Well, we're getting that way, um, but you know, we have to wait for the industry to develop there. I mean, uh, you you have access to a uh, local made, locally made lotion. Um, I do too. I got a guy that makes deodorant. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. Just we'll knock it. everything we'll over, that. Marcy. To later. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there's a local uh, deodorant maker um, down in Lawrence County, Ashley Holt, and, and I buy his deodorant. I have been known to buy uh, lotions and things from my salon that were locally made. Um, but. It's accessibility. I mean, I just don't. Well, and it. I
0: think uh, uh, they're also expensive. They're more expensive than sure. your Curel.
1: Um, yeah, uh, they're more expensive than your Curel. But are they more expensive than Bath and Body Works?
0: No. Actually, no. Exactly. But that's all marketing. It is. It's all marketing. Mm-hmm. It's how how it's marketed. That's yeah. why they irritate they me a little sales. bit because they're well, they're constantly changing their. The perfume, and it irritates me because I I can't wear 30,000 different perfumes. My skin has a chemistry to it. That chemistry only bonds with certain flavors.
1: Well, and frankly, I don't want to sniff a hundred different things. Like, I (laughs) want them to make my thing and then keep making it. Don't stop making my thing. And oh, on that note, that happens in the beauty industry. With makeup. Constantly. You know, for the love of God, can we yes. not just stick with the formula of, of mascara? Of mascara or of hair color? I mean, my goal is for my hair to look the same all the time. Don't go changing on me. Don't go take my taco, but they not can't taco, make any tobacco money. brown. <laughs> taco. <laughs> taco. <laughs> Don't go ta- changing my tobacco medium brown. To like chocolate medium brown. Those are two different things. Two different words. Oh my goodness. And most definitely two different colors. And I try to just look the same all the time. Yeah, because that is... The beauty industry is about change. That transformation. And so I suspect that base they base it on sales and then they base it on desirability and so they make subtle changes to things because they think that it's going to be more desirable and they do that and they've been proven right they have
0: because we are weak human beings right but i still we have no consistency
1: please bring back happy vibes
0: i feel in the cosmetic industry a little bit more consistency please just a little bit (laughs) there are products i like yeah and i don't want to have to go find a different product because they've screwed that one up yes i is that asking a lot aren't we the purchasers isn't it supply and demand it is
1: it is but i mean we're not confused about capitalism we're not the only one demanding it so right you know um I, Do you think women
0: like this continual constant yo-yoing of their products? No
1: <laughs> can we can we no. take a poll? No, But then it goes back to um, selection. So, uh, you know, um, Brad and I were talking the other day about bread. I don't need 80 different choices of bread. Give me like three choices of bread. Give that's me, a quality bread. Yeah, that's a quality bread. Let me move on with my day. Um, I, I know that that has to be how it is. I, I recently was at the beauty supply store buying my um, hair color that I buy in like bulk. I don't know, six or eight tubes at a time because I've learned that they change the formula frequently and i was there what if you don't
0: have enough money to buy in bulk
1: then your hair color is going to change more frequently and i also don't think that people care quite like i do like i said i try to be very consistent i want my hair to be the same color all the time 10 years from now i want it to be this color i think because it's been this color for about 10 years um and it's what i think is my natural color (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's what I've convinced myself is wow. my natural color. And How
0: would you know what your natural color is?
1: I could look at pictures.
0: <laughs> what if the lighting was wrong that day?
1: <laughs> oh, there are a couple of good pictures. Um, but But yeah, so I went to buy some and they were no longer making my medium tobacco brown hair. And they had changed it to medium chocolate. Well, imagine what a crushed up cigarette looks like unsmoked and then imagine what a milk chocolate bar those are not the same colors. they're not the same color and they were not the same colors when applied to my head so now i live with a slightly different version of me um and probably will for the next i don't know six months because i bought four tubes of the new stuff and that's that's and it and you're gonna keep it, yeah, even though I mean, you're not
0: satisfied. I'm with okay
1: it. with it. I'm okay with it. it, it Do it is, you
0: know how many beauty products I've thrown away? Correct, and
1: that I was gonna that ask pisses
0: that. me off too.
1: I was gonna ask about that, and that's why I stopped buying makeup because yes. I never actually used something even half. i I've, I've never used half of a bottle of foundation. I. Um, you know, would go to those Mary Kay parties and buy 150 dollars worth of makeup, and then six months later, it's been used three times. Um, so yeah, we throw out a lot. I when I saw that um, the average American spends three thousand dollars a year on um, health and beauty on, on beauty products, not health and beauty, but just beauty products, I wondered how much of that actually just goes right into the trash. That's
0: Worrisome to me, meaning we gotta stop producing shit to throw into the ocean. Seriously, <laughs> well, I, I mean I don't want to make topic, this an environmental right? topic, but it is an yeah, environmental topic because they contribute to yes. it. Also, we contribute to it by buying the products, yes. then tossing them in the trash. Yes, they're chemicals.
1: Hey, and just so you know, they probably polluted the water system in making them. I know and they we did. We didn't even use them, and then we just threw them in the trash.
0: I know and Completely it's gross it's just gross it's well just gross. i can't help it i, I get serious about this shit i know it, it concerns me I, I
1: i like earth i,
0: I like agree. And, and a again, clean earth again, so
1: that's why i stopped buying makeup because it was a complete and total waste of money now i don't wash anything down the drain except for my hair conditioner <laughs> shampoo um but yeah i like lotions i use every bit of it Um, and I, and I do tend to not buy things anymore that I am suspect of that I'm going to throw away.
0: Well, I think we've driven this into the ground.
1: Fuck, I think we have. So thanks for listening, guys. I hope that you've gotten something out of this, uh, talk about, uh, beauty products and the cosmetic industry. If nothing else, maybe you'll, um... Take a pause before you buy that next thing. Uh, Check it out. See if it's got nanotechnology in it or, um, you know, ask yourself, am I doing this for me or am I doing this for somebody else? And if you're doing it for you, fucking do it. And if you're doing it for somebody else, maybe get somebody else. Anyway, uh, this has been Marcy and Christy. It's so weird podcast. Subscribe to us, like us, follow us, send us money and tune in next time. Um, for another interesting, it's so weird. Thanks. Thank you. I shall laugh, child. There's so much you've seen, Hush your choir
0: explaining. I shall laugh now. All those questions, questions were within,
1: and I don't know what the answer is.